Good morning, Pat the Warren Podcast. This is Matt Warren. It is September 2nd, 2020, and this is episode 47. I wanted to take a minute and get current. Um, yesterday, I was able to give my dad the $100 check for part of his uh, financial amends that I'm making to my dad. Um, just to recap, I had borrowed $55,000 for the solar business back when it was um, going under, and he gave me a check both times that I asked for money, and I've been sober now for 900 and some days, uh, and I've been you know, daily thinking about what I'm going to do to make this amends. I made the amends, uh, and a huge part of it was to tell them that I'm going to start making the financial, um, you, you know, wrong, right. And the only way to make that right is to start paying it back. So, I had a spreadsheet printed up, gave them the spreadsheet, gave them the first payment, which was a hundred dollars. <throat> Excuse me. Uh, and it just feels so good. It feels the relief that has come from it is unbelievable. Um, there's just no vagueness about it anymore. There's no question, question about it. Um, and what's amazing is, I, as I handed him the spreadsheet, I told him that I'm gonna work toward making more than $100 if I can afford it in the future. But for right now, all, all that I can promise is $100 a month and his comment was, oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You know, that's huge. That's huge for me to hear that because he is validating what I'm trying to do. He's affirming that I'm doing the right thing. And, you know, $100 a month is enough. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for how it, it happened. Um, I... I also, yesterday was the first day of virtual learning um, for our, excuse me, Monday was the first day of virtual learning for our daughter, our eight-year-old daughter, and that went pretty well. The first day of school, it was all on Teams, you know, Microsoft Teams, so you have like a, a, a group of 20 eight-year-olds um, that are all logged into teams and got the cameras on and uh, the first day was it, it went pretty well the second day yesterday my daughter and the whole class shows up and there's no teacher <laughs> uh, apparently the teacher had an emergency and called for a substitute well the substitutes we later learned had not been trained in virtual, you know, e-learning. They had never been trained in it. So here we have, for like the first 45 minutes or so, we have all these kids just on there talking and chatting and saying, hey, do you, do you like action figures? Or hey, do you like stuffed animals? And uh, it was quite funny. But the teacher, later we learned the teacher's dog uh, broke its leg, and so she had an emergency on the second day of school. 
today I work from home because my wife had um, a couple meetings for her wedding planning business and today I work from home um, and that was that was great that was a neat experience but man <laughs> uh, my hats go off to teachers that are trying to help these kids learn virtually um, is quite quite hysterical um, kids were turning around in their chairs you know how fast they could spin their chair one, one little girl was playing with slime and she had the camera turned down so that everybody could see the slime another kid was playing with his action figures on his desk another person was playing with her hamster <laughs> you know uh, trying to keep a group of eight-year-olds focused and learning um, while on teams it's, it's quite comical but they're doing the best they can um, all the kids are at different levels of course just like they were if they were in class but um, it's just a whole nother animal so I'm grateful that I can be sober and be a part of it and witness and help my daughter um, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say she she's turned in her homework assignments pretty early and um, it's going good so far day three right <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad I could be a part of it uh, it would not work if I was trying to run away and use and uh, be caught up in my addictive behaviors so uh, the other major event was I'm really trying very hard to address my codependency issues um, it's more on a serious note you know I, I realized on Sunday that my body physically shut down when I wanted to address somebody that I love I wanted to address them and express my feelings about not wanting to go to an event and I was so frustrated with myself. I was so fed up. I had hit a, a rock bottom in this in this program of codependency. Um, I, I really couldn't take it anymore. And I've never felt so powerless. Never felt so powerless over what others think, what others say. Um, you know, in an effort to not call this person out or call the other qualifier out, I'm, I'm trying not to use names, but um, there, there's just some people that are major triggers to me. And I'm, I have fear. I have fear of bringing up things and I'm worried about what they're going to say or think of me. I'm worried that they're not going to like me and they're going to abandon me. Um, so these are things I'm working through and it feels good to be able to talk about it um, because as I learned if it's hysterical then it's historical meaning if it causes me to cry hysterically you know whatever it is then it's historical it goes back and we ought to be able to put a finger on an event you know a small or a large trauma in the past um, and try to heal that and work on that so I just wanted to check in about that and let you guys know that I'm in I'm in active recovery in 
this uh, codependency stuff, I think that that is the core of what I got going on. All other, all uh, of the other um, issues that I have stem from that. So if this was of some benefit to you, please share it with somebody. Um, Subscribe up. Everybody has a wonderful day and remember to make your contribution. Thanks so much. Stay tuned.